everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Rule of Two podcast, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything Star Wars. I'm your host, Aaron Richland. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Sean Ritter. How's it going, man? You know, I feel uncomfortable with you using my last name. I don't need people like, you know, trying to find me or look me up or stalk me or anything. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, of people that are clamoring to stalk you, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's already out there um, since episode one. So. What's up, everybody? Uh, we are back again uh, to dissect the newest episode of The Clone Wars. And, Aaron, as you oh, know, oh, and I as know. I know, our viewers don't know, but they're about to, we have... A very special guest guest with us today. The off the the seldom heard but often loved third member of Rotcast, Mr. Jeremy Aponte, who is responsible for all of our artwork and creative decisions uh, for our podcast. He's amazing. Jeremy, what's up, dude? Welcome back. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. It's, Man, it's, it's too bad we can't be doing this in, in person. Um, I know. Just, I know. I just look it out the window at you guys. <laughs> I mean, it kind of took a, like, we, we were having a good cadence there of, like, doing this regularly with more than a few people. And then, you know, we can't see each other in person. So uh, we had to move to online recording, and that costs money. So uh, <laughs> we, we decided to do the free trial and uh, bring you back on the show. I so, uh, I'm excited to be back. I'm, I, have a lot, I have a lot of fun doing this, so. It's great to be here. And and what an episode to have you come oh, back on because uh, I was I was just gonna say the same thing. I was just gonna Man, say the same thing. There's, there's, what an this episode be a better Wars episode. Yeah. Oh my god. We've been we've been bitching about this season for a little while, and they you know they smacked us in the face with a good episode this week. So uh, they really brought us back into the fold. You know, it's like that uh, that saying. You know, I was about to go out, and then they bring me back in. You know. <laughs> I've been watching Sopranos, and they quote that a lot from from The Godfather. So, I was gonna say that's God, that's The Godfather, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, in like season one of Sopranos, they say it a, a shitload. And the, the mobsters, man, they love themselves from Godfather. You started you started rewatching Sopranos, bro? Yeah, Nora's never seen it. So, well, uh, I was gonna say, are you making Nora watch it? Because yeah. Oh, super tangent. While we're just on the topic, uh, I'm glad <laughs> we are because I I totally forgot they're making a prequel. Written by the David Chase, the guy who wrote Sopranos. Um, no shit. The Wire too. Um, anyway, he uh, he wrote the doing, Wire too. I think so. I could be off on that, but damn. Either way. Um, so they're doing a prequel that's set like in the sixties or seventies or something like that. And um, I gotta say, uh, it, you know who's playing Tony Soprano? Not James Gandolfini. <laughs> no, rest in peace. But no, not James Gandolfini. Uh, his son. No shit. shit. Yeah, dude, that's some crazy shit. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, I fucking love that. So Damn. I mean, it's a lot. It's like one of the most iconic TV roles of all time. So he has a lot to live up to. But like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna judge him if he doesn't deliver on some of those <laughs> classic lines that we that we love. Like like what? Like uh, and for what? And for what? <laughs> some right, so this, is this is not. Uh, the rule of Sopranos podcast. Okay. You're right. Is, You're right. Well, I don't know. That didn't make sense. We don't talk about Sopranos on here. We talk about, <laughs> the uh, rule we of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we do have another episode of Clone Wars that was awesome. 
uh, this one titled Old Friends Not Forgotten because it, they bring back some old friends. You know, we, the old friends are reunited. About fucking time, man. I cannot. I mean, if anybody who's been listening knows that we have fucking had it with the Martez sisters and the shitty episodes. And this one was a redemption beyond belief. This was awesome. So yeah, much and, about it was amazing. And like it should have been telling right off the bat that this episode wasn't going to be like the previous episodes because the beginning was not like any previous episode. I remember. Right. right? There was right, the right. title. They did like the they did like the green Lucasfilm kind of uh, introduction yeah. thing. And they had the full fanfare coming in, you know, with yeah. the, uh, the Star Wars music. They didn't do a, they didn't do a crawl. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't do the crawl, but they did the whole Clone Wars like uh, thing, and it was red yeah, text red, instead awesome. of instead of yellow. Did Which we get a, Did we get mall? a subtitle? We did not. No, we did not get a subtitle this week. Interesting. Very interesting. The first so, the first time we haven't gotten one, which is weird. I wonder. I don't know. Like, do you think they kind of already had some of this done? Like, then, like 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 you mean like a long like a long time ago? Yeah. Well, they could have edited it uh, any way they, they wanted. They chose planet to do this. far far away. I don't know, dude. It, it does seem very. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> This episode did seem very disconnected from the rest of them. I mean, you, other you, than you, the you, you think they literally showed up? You think yeah, they literally Bo-Katan. like 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 created the other episodes just to be fillers? Possibly, I, I don't know. I mean, it it's it was kind of different. I liked it. I, I did miss the subtitle because you know having that little thirty second discussion about you know what the subtitle meant. And how it applied to the episode was always fun. <laughs> well, well, but but the older I'm I'm trying to think back to some of the older seasons. Did we always have subtitles like that in some of the older seasons? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, like I every episode. Every single one. See? Yeah. So there's like this is like the first time. I mean, maybe not the first time ever. I can't remember all the episodes, yeah. but the first time in a while that we haven't had that little like subtext um to to what's gonna be happening. But uh, either way, I think this one was awesome. And the best part about it guesses the, the how it was red and black or uh no 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 no, no, no. It, it was the fact that there was the martez sisters were not fucking in oh, this oh, episode sorry you're talking about the episode itself oh, oh yeah sorry oh uh, yeah the episode uh, in general i i not oh, not, yes. not i yeah sorry i i uh yeah the episode was not all red and black so it was <laughs> it was full color <laughs> yeah no i verged off of the introduction a, a little bit um, yeah dude the lack of your favorite characters, I think, of all time. I think, uh, like, if we had Ugh. to go back to a Q&A session of, like, or, uh, section and do that again, you would probably talk so much about Martez sisters. I think, because who, who, you had Grievous, and who was, like, one of your favorite non-Jedi. I know that would totally switch to Rafa now. <laughs> Fuck, Rafa Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. I hate them. They're, they were annoying. They just, they, they, they made the episodes worse. They added nothing to the storyline again. And watching this episode proves it like they I mean, maybe in the next how many episodes do we have left Two, I think we have three. We have three. Okay, so maybe they'll make an appearance again in the next three. But like this episode so far, it seems like it's completely disjointed from everything else. So I I do think they had a a purpose. And I think the purpose was kind of bringing Ahsoka back into the fold and understand that yeah. Jedi, Jedi are needed, but that could have been done in two episodes, you know, not four. Come it on. could have been done in two. It could have been done in, yeah, oh, it definitely. could have been done in two and it could have been done differently. Uh, but yeah, I think the only purpose of those last four episodes were to bring Ahsoka back into the fold and kind of 
give us an idea of how she's grown, how she's changed, how her thoughts and opinions have evolved since the last time we saw her, which which yeah. helped. But the fact which, that they which, did it with the Martez sisters was just annoying because I I did not like any part of them. So while we're on the topic of like past episodes, uh, Jeremy, you haven't been on since, you know, episodes since the Bad Batch. Right. So what, what are you want to run through, like kind of what your thoughts were on the, the, the Martez sisters? The Martez story sisters arc? story arc. Yeah, they were fucking frustrating. And like, <laughs> I could I could kind of see where they're going for. And like, I just finished the Ahsoka book. Oh, nice. Yeah, which I fucking love. And I feel like they were trying to combine characters from the Ahsoka book and, like, hints from, like, the plot line of the Ahsoka book, but they just didn't nail it. It's just... Mm. I don't... It, it was just... It was poorly done. And it's, like... It could have been done so much better because I wanted to like those characters. Yeah, I, I agree. Because, like, I mean... I, to me, Rafa is worse than Trace, but I, yeah. I, I like Trace to a point. Like, I, she's kind of like this naive type of person that uh, was probably actually better than she even thought she was. It, yeah. Like, I think we saw that with that like that flight scene where they play chicken or whatever. And never, yeah. but, but uh, yeah, you I got Rafa who's trying to be this crime boss and just sucks at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's she's like a kid who's trying to like run the underworld. I'm like, yes. what are you doing? Like every decision you have made has been the stupidest fucking thing. And if Ahsoka wasn't there to bail your ass out, you'd be dead. Like like I said, I just want to be like, I want to like these characters for like, they're like these space Latinos. And that's like, oh, sweet, Latinos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, this is my people. But, um, yeah, it's just, it was just, it was unbearable. It wasn't unbearable to watch. It was just really hard it was close. to watch. It was really hard to watch. I'm glad that you share our opinions and I agree with you. I always want to like new characters that they introduce. Um, and there's been a lot of them that they've introduced that I have loved. Um, but these ones were just, they didn't, I don't know. They didn't make sense. They were stupid. They were annoying. They didn't add I mean, yeah, much to the storyline. Like, like the, like the one episode and Aaron and I talked about this, the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode, they ended in the same place. Like the whole episode was pointless. That episode. <laughs> like they started off yeah. in the in the prison cell in uh, Obadi or Obadi or Obadi 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 whatever the fuck it's called. They started off in the prison cell and they ended back in the same prison cell. I'm like, wow, that was an entire episode of nothing. Yeah, no, and I think it's like Clone Wars has historically been pretty good at kind of creating these side characters that. Yeah, uh, be reused, right? I, I think like Bo Katan, for example, like she's reused and not reused, but like she Bo-Katan. comes up again. And, Dude, how and, many, uh, many character rebels created Saw Guerrera? Like, I mean, we see Saw Guerrera a lot more afterwards, you know. So Ooh, a whole bunch of shit. He's in the Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera was used in Rogue mainstream one? Star Wars movies. That's Forrest like that's Whitaker, how good he was. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> the, so, him, Cad Bane, Hondo Onaka. Uh, I thought I thought it could got across a lot better if they would took off Rafta and made a more connection between um, Ahsoka and Trace. Yeah, I agree. Get, I agree. Get into trouble together, like like just combine those characters into one to yeah. have her ha- have like a side of her that wants to do this, but also like this naivety side that's naivety. I don't know naivete side that's like, uh, you know the how Trace was, but I I think that could have come across as 
better and yeah. kind of had them be more bonding, you know. Because yeah, Ahsoka really had needed something more. to see from the other side, like from the non Jedi side to like see yeah. how other people are living. Yeah, that's an interesting concept, Jeremy. I I think combining those two characters would have been a much better call, uh, uh, opposed to what they actually did with them. Because I think it it just sucked. I don't know. I I didn't like it at all. Like I didn't think what they did with those with Trace and again to a point. Like Trace was she had her moments, but overall the two of the sisters didn't like it at all. Which is so, why this episode was awesome because they weren't fucking part of it. <laughs> well, it's not the only reason. There's a well, lot of reasons. Why this was awesome. There's lots like, of other so reasons, far, but this is my favorite episode of the season. I think so far. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the oh. Bad Batch. I thought that was fun. Um, a nice little fun side story there. But uh, this is what I came back. What what I wanted Clone Wars back for. You know, this. Yes. Uh, more mall, more lightsabers, more in the opening sequence, even right. Like that was a yeah. fun opening sequence of we get to see. Actually, you know, so all the Jedi they, are back, dude. Set the stage for the opening sequence. They they start out, you know, Commander Cody is kind of getting wrecked and he's in dire need for reinforcements. And it was an intense battle scene. Like there was, look, I don't want to say I'm happy with a lot of death, but I, I do like to see realistic war scenarios. Warfare, yeah. Wars, right. And I think we got that at the beginning of this. Agreed, agreed. And then like even before that, like the, the whole opening, like little uh, montage sequence uh where the announcer guy is talking about what's going on uh we even like see uh ayla sakura for like a, a little bit so, yeah like, we're, we're, we're getting all that jedi i'm sorry what right. did, did i see plo koon as well i thought i saw him. i think i think so yeah i think i saw yeah. plo koon as well so we're, we're getting that that jedi involvement like back into it which is part of the reason i loved well not well, yeah, part of the reason, not all of it, but like part of the reason I loved the old Clone Wars so much is because we got to see all of this, this warfare side of it and seeing all of this Jedi involvement and seeing the Jedi do things that are amazing that we didn't really get out of the movies that much. So bringing that like back into the fold was already super exciting before the episode really even started. And I totally agree with that, man. Like, uh, because, well, again, I think. To me, I, I just always point to how more really realistic it is. It's something I always call out when we're talking about past episodes. Like, oh, how are they not dying? Like, how, like who? Like, how are they not getting shot? And, and that's generally because it's always like a main character, right? You always have Commander Cody, Captain Rex, uh, and and Obi Wan and, and uh, Anakin, right, or something like that. And none of them are going to die, right? It's always going to be the side characters. But when it's right. only them, no one's going to die, right? So, and I think that was why I like this because there's a lot of clones there. There's a lot of droids, and people are fucking getting killed. And it like, it's it's real. Like it's real war. It kind of reminded me of like yeah. uh, Solo uh, with that real like gritty uh, war scene. Yeah, like like down in the trenches, like people get like killed it. all the time. Like that's 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 the way it is, and it may it like kind of puts you back into that realistic mindset where, okay, this is war. People are dying and I believe it. It makes it more believable. To be honest, I wish one of the Martez sisters would have gotten killed. Like that would have been, would have made it more real. (laughs) That would have been a fantastic reason for them to have existed to, to kill them off. Like to make the story feel real, to make, uh, or to, to add to Ahsoka's whole, storyline to her progression of emotion like if she's getting close to the, these people and they're getting killed 
like that kind of like adds to her whole reasoning for like leaving the Jedi and the reason that she thinks that war is bad and and you know it's just like a huge cycle and it all adds to that plot line and I think that the only reason they should have added them were maybe to have them get killed at some point. No, I agree, and I think uh, like that could have lended to uh, Ahsoka realizing that you know they people do need the Jedi's help. Right. And we get that now. Like we understand that's kind of what the Marta sisters were about and how they helped her, you know, understand that. Uh, but I think that could have made it a little bit more real for her. Like, wow, like people will literally die kind of without our help sort of thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, like that was part of the, her whole journey, like leaving. I thought, I, thought, I thought that was supposed to be part of the whole point. It's like she left and now she's going to go experience how life is outside of the Jedi order and what people think of the Jedi who are living in these kind of shitty situations. And I think, I just think that would have been more impactful to the story, to her character development than anything else, but whatever, fuck it. <clears throat> so, so they're, they're in this like dire situation. Commander well, or was it commander Cody? Yeah. Cody was needing some assistance. Uh, Obi-Wan's there and they're, they're, uh... well, well, Cody almost got killed by a missile oh, and all yeah, of a sudden oh, Obi-Wan, fucking came out of nowhere and it's like boom sliced it in half or whatever oh, with his yeah that was dope nope that was a sick fucking entrance for obi-wan <laughs> he, he's he came in there with the save and uh which you know maybe he should have killed him let him die because you know we know that uh commander cody didn't do the same didn't return the favor a little bit later on in episode three <laughs> uh but no uh, and, and they're you know they're they're hunkered down or they're waiting they're like oh they're they really need reinforcements and really the only reinforcement they needed uh he he came to the rescue anakin you know he just he just walks up like oh hey you know what's going on oh you guys in the middle of a fucking war i i didn't i wouldn't know i'm just walking up that was such a badass moment too because obi-wan was like where's anakin and anakin's like i'm right here and like there's blaster bolts flying at him and he's just like like like, stepping to the side to just dodge them like effortlessly like he doesn't even Oh my god, I, I've and and then he like you know oh oh I'll, I'll take care of this don't worry and he, he walks up there and I, for a second I thought he was doing pulling like a, a Luke you know like a, a little the force projection thing I, I thought that's kind of what I thought he was doing I was like damn is he literally just gonna walk out there in front of these entire army and just take on the whole army like like his son does in the future <laughs> honestly that would have been a fantastic moment if we actually saw another use of force projection cuz we never seen that until episode 8 yeah like that and being him just like being somewhere else would have been super dope missed opportunity i think but either way it was still cool as fuck cuz he's just strolling up there while they're firing cr- blaster bolts and he's not like really even moving he's just like strolling down the street you know it, it was funny because uh, juice <laughs> nice uh, it was funny too because the uh <laughs> took a second to register i guess <laughs> uh, I, one thing that i thought was sorry, i don't know if you guys caught this one of the droid or one of the commander droids there, not like the commander droid that comes up later but um the one he's like, hey, you know, they're, the target's approaching. We can't hit it. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. I thought that was hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course, you can't. it's fucking Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And then you know they they uh they bring in the the tactical droid, 
Uh, right. Which, and then the tactical droid is like, like, oh, hey, this is a trap. What are you doing? Fire. Yeah, those are like the uh, the type of droids that uh, I think we saw with the Bad Batch, for example, that kind of analyze things and they, you know, the AI and all that stuff about, uh, you know, the best case or how, how to best proceed forward, right? Right. They're how droids are portrayed in the movies, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn, I know. The because droids- like in the movies, they're all like very analytical and like, wait, uh, that doesn't compute. Uh, you're under arrest. Yeah. But in the hey, show, hey. they're like. Oh, well, oh. he surrendered. Yes, we're saved. Whoo. Which I guess we skipped over that part. Anakin came to say that he was surrendering, right? And and the dumbass droids right. fucking really believed him. What, an, what, what, a, what a bunch of idiots. Dude, they portrayed droids in this show. Like, I, they, I, I, uh, I don't know, man. What's the word? They anthropomorphize them? They they make them sound like actual fucking humans? When they, they're, they're no, not. no. They make them sound like children. That's what, yeah. what least, they fucking are. The, the, the normal battle droids, but I guess they're, they're the cheap ones. You know, they're the ones that they're like they cost like a buck. You know, whereas like the super battle droids may cost like a hundred bucks. And then true, the, the tactical droids they cost like twenty thousand, dude. You can't just. But the standard hunt, battle droids are still money. like portrayed way different. Like because again in the movies they're like there they are, blast them. <laughs> and but in, in the show they're like, oh, the Jedi are surrendering. We're saved. Yeah, in the like same scenario, like, they, they'd be like, there they are. What should we do? I don't know. Should we try to talk to them and see what? And then they get sliced in half. I mean, it is, again, it is still a kid's show. It's it's on Disney. It's meant to be more whatever. It was on Cartoon Network first, all right? It doesn't excuse. That's true. That's a very good point. It was on Cartoon it Network first. Cartoon Na- Network After Dark or whatever they use. Do they still have that, actually? I don't Adult know. Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Yes. After Dark sounds like, like that sounds like too adult. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, what's the name of the uh, the, uh, the 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 designer, or the 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 animation uh, drawer who was who did the uh, the Andy first Tartakovsky? That guy. Yeah. That was the Clone Wars that was fucking awesome, and what I wish this new series would have been more like. Oh yeah, but like. As far as far as like yeah. the intensity and like the the drama and the more mature, definitely. Uh, I mean, obviously the art style is amazing, and and I don't have a complaint complaint about the art style or the computer uh, a- animation in the new series, but I liked the the more the seriousness, the more uh, adult level content of the original series. And that's a shame about this because like there's definitely points where this show hits for adult level. But, you know, money, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is what it is. I mean, at least I mean, I I know, Sean, you haven't watched it. I don't know about you, Jeremy, but like Star Wars uh, Resistance, the the latest cartoon. It that is that is what I remember thinking of Clone Wars in the beginning, even though now I look at Clone Wars from the beginning. Like I I rewatched parts of season one and I'm like. This is still pretty dope. I don't know why I hated it on it at first. I think I just didn't like the idea of it being a cartoon. But like Resistance really is very childlike. And and that like that seems oh I guess it makes sense because it was also on Disney XD, not regular yeah. Disney. Right. Which is probably why I never watched Resistance. I was like, eh, I don't think I'm missing out on anything. I'm gonna skip this. But all right, anyway, so Anakin, he goes and surrenders, and uh those dumbass droids believe is dumbass. 
and uh, right. they bring in the uh, oh, uh, but while while he's surrendering, we see that he's not the only reinforcement that did come. That there is in fact a cohort of uh, Clone Wars, Clone Wars cohort of clones under the bridge <laughs> with R two. Which, by the way, I miss R two. Like, oh my gosh, we need R two in our fucking lives. Like, we you... didn't get him at all in the fucking sequel trilogy. Wait, really. wait, wait. You mean R two E? R two, fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no. There's there's, yeah. The, there's like a legion of clone troopers like hanging underneath the bridge with jetpacks. And they fly now. Yeah. They yeah. fly now. They fly now. They fly now. <laughs> Can you believe they fly now? It's the first time ever in the history of Star Wars, fifty years after this, that a uh, it's so I that that, that might have been one of the worst of, scenes of that movie, oh dude. Oh my god, I cannot believe that they fucking did that. I wow. yeah, like like are you serious? Like even the actors went and like like uh, uh, I know that I don't know about the other one, but John Boyega loves Star Wars and he's seen all of them. Like, did he not be like, hey, this is dumb. They've been flying for a long time. Have you guys not I'm seen the sure other they movies? Hated it. I'm pretty sure they hated it. I, th- I think I saw something where like that was one of the worst lines in the movie from the I don't know. I, I don't want to spread false information, so I, I, I can't I can't source that. But anyway, we're getting yes, off track. They fucking fly now as they always fucking have. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the we see that they fly now because they, you know, the, the, the tactical droid understands that he, I, I love that. He like immediately comes up. He's like, dude, what the fuck? It's a trap. It's a trap. Like, <laughs> and then as soon as he does that, Anakin uses the force, sucks him towards him and slices him that in half. Like immediately. So awesome. I fucking love that. He like from so far away, just like, he's like, there he is. Boom. Gotcha. Dude, just off the bat, that that badassness, that 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 awesome, those awesome Jedi moments that I was craving the entire season were just satisfied in like the first couple minutes. I know, right? They could they could have been doing this the entire time. <laughs> I, I do, I yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. But anyway, uh, so let's see. I think next then Obi Wan. I, I I just love this part of this first uh the the first part of this episode because. We see how like nonchalant the Jedi kind of take things, right? Like Anakin strolls up when they're all, you know, taking cover and dodging shit, and then all the or all of the clones are now engaging in the battle, right? So they're shooting and shit, and Obi Wan just you know strolls up and they just have a conversation in the middle of a fucking battlefield, <laughs> as if they're not in the middle of a fucking battlefield. Yeah, you know? they, I, I love that. I thought that was hilarious. They don't care. They're just like, yeah, we'll just yeah. randomly dodge any blaster bullets that come to us without even thinking about it because we have power over the force. It doesn't matter. And, and classic Anakin, you know, uh, still cracking jokes. I, I don't remember what Obi-Wan said, but uh, uh, Anakin cracks a joke about how, like, you know, uh, oh, like your state of helplessness, helplessness really helped me. Like, like still cracking a joke at Obi-Wan. Be like, yo, you were helpless. I came to save the day. I'm a badass. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's what we want. Like, that's 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 Classic the epitome Kobe of Clone Wars. Like, that's yeah. what we want. And they've been depriving us of this this whole season. It's just not. Yeah. All right. I, I, I keep going back to that, but let's let, let's move on. So because they, one of the next things is pretty yeah. cool. We we see the uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin in the in the ship and they they receive an urgent message where they have to come and, and, and take a look at it. It's from uh, from Fulcrum. Right. Oh, Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they had they say like, oh, they, we, we received a transmission of like an old code, uh, code name Fulcrum. 
And when we when we all heard that, we were like, wait, what? Yeah. Which is also like Aaron, you said this definite definite spoiler for yeah, uh, Rebels. Like if you've never seen Rebels, that just spoiled basically everything for you. Or if you yeah. Wa- like, yeah, if you want to watch them, I like watch from Clone Wars into Rebels. Like now, you know that like who Fulcrum is. Yep. I was excited <laughs> for, for, like- for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, but I was excited because I just finished the book, like I just said, nerd. Um, but, <laughs> no, like she adopts that name by the end of the book, if I'm correct. And it was like just really cool. Know. Like it's, I don't know. Also, the, I like how they tie it together, right? Yes, like, you the have, expanded you have universe. The Rebel into the books and now into this as well. So like it's the cohesiveness of it. And we, we saw that last week too with um, them bringing up the, not the dark, not the black sun. What the fuck is it? The, uh, what is Dar- Darth Maul? Uh, uh, the Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Like Black Sun is like... Yeah. They brought like up the Crimson Dawn, Dawn which is crazy because the first time oh, we ever heard they're... Crimson Dawn was in the Solo movie. Yeah. And, so and this is bring... way like before that. that. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that last week about how it's like an eight to nine years beforehand. So that's, yeah. I, I, yeah, I do like that. It's so cool because like, it's a disconnected universe. That's what I think Marvel did so well. well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's this connective universe, and they have to keep continue this with Star Wars. This is one big universe. Yeah, like Marvel had all these different movies that are good standalone movies, like Ant Man, like a good standalone movie, like all the like the Captain America tr- trilogy, like kind of a yep. good standalone trilogy, but still tie into the larger picture. Right. Which I know we, we have gotten a lot with Star Wars since Disney, but I, I feel like they're. And we, we've gotten, that direction. I would say we've gotten some of it. They could be doing a much better job. Like, again, like Jeremy said, Marvel has done a fantastic job at this. I don't think Star Wars has been doing as good of a job as they should be doing. To maybe they'll start doing this, better all this stuff. Because isn't Kevin Feige, isn't he now like working on Star Wars movies? I um, don't know. Is he? Kevin Feige's like the, as far as I know, is one of the good. Main it, dude, if that's true. Behind that. If that's true, good. Because then we'll at least have yes. some fucking continuity between all of this fucking shit. So, but anyway, I, I'm glad that that's that they're that they brought in the Fulcrum thing, even though it is kind yeah. of spoiler ish for Rebels. Like us, like we we got to watch Rebels and be like, yeah. all right, who the fuck is Fulcrum? Uh, oh, which it is. Also, Aaron, did we talk about this? No, we. Did. I think we're, I literally was about to say the same. The thing. symbol thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The symbol. So back in Rebels, there was whenever they talked to Fulcrum, it was like a it was like a altered voice. But there was like a symbol that showed up in the hologram, and it almost, it almost looked like um like a like a uh, like an installation, like a you know some sort of thing down the middle of things on 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 either side of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like a uh, it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of an energy sword from Halo a little bit. <gasps> yeah, actually that is fucking It did. It reminded me of an energy good. sword and there was like two dots on either side of the energy. That's kind of what it reminded me of. But there was always this symbol whenever they talked to Fulcrum. And I think it I think Aaron it was I think you sent me a post and it was everyone yeah. flipping out about how, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't realize this. But that symbol that they always saw on the hologram when they were talking to, quote unquote, Fulcrum in Rebels, who ended up being Ahsoka, is the same fucking symbol that she has on her forehead, like as part of her natural species markings. I don't even know what species she is. She's the same species as Shakti. Uh, Do we know what Shakti. I, I the name of? I, uh, fuck, I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. Well, we're losers for not knowing that. But, but either way. <laughs> 
she has that symbol on her head and it's the same symbol that they see in like the holocron when they're talking to fulcrum in rebels and Tagruda. Tagruda. yes of course Tagruda. yeah okay. of course they're Tagruda. yeah uh, <laughs> i barely knew her <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> all right i'm done i'm sorry <laughs> I was waiting for the right moment. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, shit! Anyway, but, uh, Jeremy, I did just send it to you, uh, so that you at least you can take a look. We'll try and post it in the show notes so people can see it. Uh, it was a Reddit thread of um, people not noticing it. I didn't notice it, and it, it was it was a revelation for us. We were our minds were exploding. We're like, holy shit! Yeah, and and I guess it kind of is at least. Uh, it should be more noticeable now because in this episode of Clone Wars, we do see that symbol a lot more because of the fact yeah. that the clones put her face on their on their uh, things. Well, I, I guess that's kind of getting hold, ahead of it a little bit, but uh, oh shit! I mean, I mean a little bit, yeah. So like, okay, so uh, there's an urgent transmission. Obi Wan and uh, Anakin's they, they they're told something about code name Fulcrum, so they go back to the. Uh, the sh- they're not star destroyers. I don't think we. I don't know what what the fuck are they even called. I don't know. Do we call them star destroyers? I don't. They, they, they eventually become them? star destroyers. Right? They're like the predecessors of star destroyers. But the republic, the, the the republic doesn't give a shit about destroying stars, so they wouldn't call them star destroyers. Right. Either and way, I, whatever they're called, they go back to the ship, and there's a transmission, and they and Obi Wan and Anakin walk up. And Anakin, at least, is shocked to see that Ahsoka is standing there with uh, Bo-Katan. Which was, uh, you know, the first time that they've seen each other in, in a while. I don't know how long. Uh, it, Which, I mean, dude, I don't know. a year, but. I don't know if you remember, but way back, like a long time ago, when we first found out that there was going to be another team. season of, of, of Clone Wars, they showed that clip. Did they? Like like a like a long time. Like, like this was before. This was like a couple years ago, dude. Yeah, way before celebration. Like when we first. Heard, oh, there's going to be a season seven. I wonder what it's going to be about. I remember seeing that clip of like Obi Wan and Anakin walking up to a hologram, and Ahsoka being there and her turning around and be like, "Hello, master." Which, and then like they ended kind of back up some of the the ideas that we've been thinking about with them having. Exactly. They've already written and, and done. Exactly. I think this episode has been completed for a long motherfucking time, man. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense, too, because, uh, you know, we did hear about how they have, you know, uh, they when it was canceled, they did have an idea of going into episode three, sort of. Right. And we kind of see that, which we'll, we'll touch on a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, I think that that it all adds up. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So uh, they all so they're talking and and Ahsoka and Bogotan give info on Maul, right? And uh, right, which is why they're doing the communication. Th- that was the whole point of them contacting them, right? Because they had information yeah. that Maul was on Mandalore and and which, they should I take mean, advantage like, of it. Like, what kind of Republican or Republican intelligence do they have if they can't determine that Maul's still on Mandalore? Like, wasn't that? where he was last i don't right that, that that that's exactly what i said when we were watching it and i'm like wait has he he hasn't moved he's been on mandalore this whole time like obi-wan was there he saw maul and fought him <laughs> and and he didn't go anywhere so why would you be surprised that he's fucking on mandalore i don't like when duchess satine was killed 
Maul was there. Obi-Wan left. Maul's still there. He didn't fucking go anywhere. Like, like Sidious came and whooped the shit out of him and killed Savage Press and then said something about him having plans for him, which we don't really know what that means yet. But he didn't go anywhere. He's still fucking there. And I don't know why that's surprising to anybody. Nope. But, but apparently it, it was surprising to everybody in the show. I don't get it. I thought it was pretty interesting, though, because uh, and this is in the period between them receiving the intel and Ahsoka showing up, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin are talking. And I think Obi-Wan or Anakin makes a, an interesting point saying that, like, oh, it, like it all makes sense now. Like the force kind of worked its way into this scenario. Like if she hadn't left the Jedi Order, we may not know about this. You know, we may not know that Maul's still there. We may not be able to actually capture him. And that's like they're except, now. They're except you did know. You did know because Obi-Wan was there. Everyone knows he's there. Yeah, I don't know. That's for sure. But Maybe there's something we're missing. Maybe there's like a gap. I, I don't know. I don't. Do you know? Do we know what the gap is between like the end of, like like towards the end of season six I, and the beginning of and like where we are now? I don't, and that's what I keep uh, kind of bringing up a little bit. Where like we, we don't really know how long, like how long it's been, right? You know they. I think a little bit later on, Ahsoka says something like, oh, you two certainly haven't changed when they finally meet, right? Because they meet shortly after that, After that, and Ahsoka and Bo-Katan show up, and right. Obi-Wan and Anakin are kind of the exact same, right? And, you know, uh, Ahsoka says, you two certainly haven't changed. And it's like, well, how long has it really been? I mean, the Clone Wars only lasted three years, so it's at, like, maximum three years. We know that it's been probably, like, it can't be more than six months. Like, how much did, could they possibly have changed? Exactly. Exactly. This war does change people pretty drastically, but, like, you were also fighting with them for years. Like, you know, like, of course, yeah, they're going to be the same. Right. The whole entire series started uh, with Clone Wars. Well, the Clone Wars was already underway when it started, and, and we got six seasons of it. So like you, they couldn't have been apart for that long. Like I agree, like six months at the most. But I do have to say, uh, they when they were given the intel, um, and again, and remember, Obi Wan's wearing his lame ass Jedi robes. Let's bring back. That <laughs> car, so is Anakin. So is Anakin though. Well, Anakin kind of looks. He at least looks he doesn't. Similar. He, he doesn't Obi-Wan have. He doesn't have his dope ass Clone Wars armor yeah, on like he did, right, dude. Right. But well, Obi- oh, the only difference oh, is Obi Wan oh has his actual like robe. On. Of course, you know, yeah, uh, I now I know why, because where are they fucking? Well, we'll get to that here in a second. Uh, let me finish this line of thought. So Bo-Katan is talking about how he's been she's been tracking Maul's movement for months and that Maul's been back on Mandalore for a few days. So I guess to some extent he did. leave. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, just, you're right. But like, I guess we just didn't see it. So maybe he did leave and then came and back that he's back. I don't, but like, but where did Mandalore he go? Like, what? That's just like a gap like, in the story, I feel like. Yeah, and Mandalore is still like when when they go to Mandalore later in the episode, it's still under control like, by like all the dudes yeah. with the with the with the and mall right by, Mandalorian armor, armor. Yeah, right. So how did which by the way can if if I were to get into cosplay, oh I think dude, Mandalorian armor would be one of the the coolest one to do. Yeah, uh, but yet I think even better Darth Maul Mandalorian armor would be the dopest. Dude, that shit is so fucking cool. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, so, the 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 leader of the Mall Mandalorians is he's he, like a commander, a brother Saxon. to the yeah. governor. Yeah, Gar Saxon is his name. Uh, I brother. see. And then what's the, the governor's name? I don't know. 
Governor Governor. Saxon, uh, whatever. Governor. 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 Hello, Governor. (laughs) How's the force today? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so let's let's bring it back a little bit here. So I I do want to touch on this part where uh, they kind of have a little interaction there where Ahsoka, like where she said, you know, you two certainly haven't changed. To me, that's also like, it's it's a little bit it's like a double entendre, I guess one could say. Like, yo, you two are still like goofy and still doing your thing, but also like you're still Jedi and still political and still the reason right. why I fucking left the order. You know what I mean? I also feel like Ahsoka has changed a lot. Yeah. Like yeah, like like has. even looking at her physical because I was going back and like looking at some of the older episodes, her physical appearance, like she's clearly grown. They've clearly changed how she looks like like even her like her tendrils and like her little oh, horns yeah. or whatever have like grown and like and she doesn't <laughs> there's no more r2e there's no more sky guy <laughs> like there's no more like <clears throat> she's she's clearly she, she's grown, grown and matured a lot it's like uh it's like the ig droid says in mandalorian you know different species age differently maybe the tigrudas uh maybe age yeah she's at that maybe she's Hitting puberty. That's it. That's it. I mean, she's she hitting Tegruga Tegruga puberty. She was actually, very young at the beginning of it. The beginning yeah, of So like it's not out of realm of reason her hitting uh growth spurt. It's it's really cool to see like I was looking at the same pictures too, like like fuck man, her whole facial features change and Yeah. It's it's fucking cool. It's really even, cool to, it, attention to detail for that shit. For sure. And even her maturity level, too. I just feel like she's she she's more she's a lot more wise and she's she's more cognizant of like what's going on. Like she's not like rushing into things and not thinking about things beforehand like she used to. And and it's also very interesting to see her animosity towards the Jedi because she has that whole like argument with Obi-Wan. Yeah. About like, oh, be, oh, which is okay, which is another awesome point that I want to spend some time talking about is because there the Ahsoka gets introduced to these clone troopers who have suddenly these helmets that are painted like her face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then all of a sudden these alarms start going off and Obi-Wan oh, comes oh. in and is like, oh, we're jumping into hyperspace. Everybody get ready. And they're like, oh. The mission to Mandalore was approved and they're like, uh, no, General Grievous is attacking Coruscant and we're all just like, oh, shit, is this the beginning of episode three? Like, is this the this is the this is the big space battle above Coruscant where General Grievous goes and captures uh, uh, Chancellor Palpatine? It has to be. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, it makes sense now why obi-wan was wearing what he was wearing and anakin was wearing what he was wearing right they are wearing the exact outfits from episode three at the beginning yep yep so it clearly just goes straight there i i didn't put that together until like we were just talking about it. like when because when we were watching the episode we were talking about how like oh we wish we he would be wearing his dope armor but like he's not we're not going to see that again no no you know we're not because they literally like when like they left because because they basically like split up, right? So like the yeah. decision is made is that Ahsoka goes with this legion of troopers and well, Bo-Katan. First, Ahsoka was 
pissed. She's like, wait, what are you talking about? We were just talking about this right. really important mission. And now all of a sudden, oh, Palpatine needs rescuing. So send all the fucking Jedi and leave everyone else out to dry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I guess you guys haven't fucking changed. Like, which it's always still playing politics. It's all about politics, blah, blah, blah. Which which solidifies her belief in the fact that she left the order in the first place. Like they're still they're there they're, because because she says she says something along the lines of like, oh, uh, leaving. I've never been more sure about leaving them because it has made me realize that the people who uh, actually still think lightly of the Jedi Council, like they need you. And Obi-Wan's like, oh, the people on Coruscant need us. And she's like, no, Chancellor Palpatine needs you. Yep. Although that is a little like we were just talking about how much Ahsoka has matured. That is a little wrong. Like a shitload of people are about to die, dude. Like, well, true. But the whole but I don't disagree with her, though. I think the reason that they're really going back there is because Chancellor Palpatine said something about it. I mean, it's true. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't like uh, if if Coruscant was being attacked and other Jedi. But they were like, no, we need everyone. We need our best. Like fucking fuck everything else. Bring everyone here because this is Palpatine. Like if if Palpatine wasn't there, they, they would have just been like, all right, well, I guess we'll just yeah. send like Cocoon or something. Like it's or, fine. Or if General Grievous wasn't there and it was just like a random like a t- separatist attack on Coruscant, yeah, yeah. they wouldn't have fucking dropped everything just to go back. There. I guess it is Coruscant, so it's not like it hadn't been attacked in uh, a millennia or but whatever. I feel like it's more like she's trying to get a point across. Like you guys are going to fight this war that's not yours, where you have this bad guy to the force exactly yeah you have to go take care of and they're just like neglecting their their jedi training they're like they like to balance the force to go fight this war yeah and exactly it's not a saj ventress you know it's not uh, some uh, it's not a a knight sister so i mean i mean he's related but like it's not just some rando force user it is a former sith apprentice to the Sith, like the guy, you know, yeah. like he's not just some rando person that you should just be like, well, I guess we got to fucking go do something else now. Like yeah. he's somebody important that you need to fucking squash or you're fucked. Yeah. Agreed. And Jeremy, I think that's a great point that yeah. you bring up is like the original purpose of the Jedi was, was to be peacekeepers, but also to like bring balance to the force. And like if there's it, it, when they found out that the Sith had like resurfaced. Like they were freaking out in episode one and like, but now that they realize, oh, Darth Maul is still alive. We need to go and take care of him. They're like, nope, we have duties to the Republic. I'm like, since when, motherfucker, you don't have duties to the Republic. That's not the point of the Jedi. Like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, it it totally makes sense. Like, I don't I don't know. I, I get it to a point. They do need like to help out. Like, I'm sorry, but it's like. None of us like Trump here. You know, sorry to all the listeners out there. But like, if the president's about to get abducted or something, like, yeah, they're gonna drop everything. Like, he is the leader of the republic, so it, it makes sense politically. But like, but also, but they're like, but they're not political I warriors. They're peacekeepers. A to politics at all, which is Ahsoka's point. So I, I get I, I get both sides of the argument. I don't. I only get Ahsoka's part because they're not supposed to be tied to politics at all, ever. That's part of their religion. They're peacekeepers, and that is it. They're not soldiers. They always say they're not soldiers, even though they're they're classified as generals in the Clone Wars. But uh, speaking of uh, ranks here, I think uh, 
a, or Anakin finds a compromise, right? He's he's he doesn't want to be fully he's not fully on board with the idea of just abandoning this mission. He's like, what the fuck? Like, okay, let's just send Ahsoka and uh, we will go here. We'll send Ahsoka and Obi-Wan's like, can't do that. Because, you know, Obi-Wan, <laughs> Obi-Wan he, he follows the letter. He follows the book, man. He, he does. He's not going to deviate unless he he might got some. Well, he might have got that uh, Duchess of Teen I mean, DVH. <laughs> you know I mean, one one could say he follows the book, but what book are we talking about? Because if we're if we're talking about he follows the book of the Jedi, then that's not really true because he's dedicated himself to a war that's based on politics, which is the Jedi are not supposed to be part of. So he, he follows it. He uh, follows the, the Jedi what Council. He's told to do exactly. exactly right. Yeah, and the Jedi Council says we're going to do this, and he's like, "Well, the Jedi Council says it, so I got to do it." And uh, we saw that earlier on too when. Um, uh, Bo-Katan was like, yo, Maul, like when, when she, they were trying to convince them of like, we need to go do this. And uh, Bo-Katan said, you know, he murdered our leader, my sister. He's like, I thought you, I thought she meant something to you. And he was like, I mean, uh, he, she did. But the council still got to decide. Sorry. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's by the book That's in that sense, for is. sure. Like, he's, he's literally like the perfect Jedi, you know, like he had Fucking quiet. Well, well okay. You know that's that that that's a, that's a brash statement. I don't think so. I think he is. I don't know. He's not a per. Is he? If he was the perfect Jedi, he would have said no to this war. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. He's he wouldn't have fucking Jedi jumped into in, all the politics of all this right, bullshit. And that's like, but that's more along the lines of perfect Jedi in the sense of like someone like Qui Gon. I feel like he would have been someone like, whoa, what the fuck are we doing? Whereas Obi Wan is more perfect Jedi. Like we said, like following what's. But 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 uh, but but does decided. is a is a perfect Jedi defined by following orders regardless of if good they question. are in line with the Jedi teachings and their beliefs? That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, now my whole uh, well, well, what is a perfect Jedi too? Because fucked. like one could argue that Qui Gon was a pretty perfect Jedi, but he disobeyed a lot of the Jedi teachings. He was more of a a middle ground he was he was a true he was more of a, like a true balance kind of person true i yeah. feel like uh, which again is not a perfect okay. jedi because and, and jedi quote unquote are all which by the way jeremy since you're reading you know some of the star wars books now read master and apprentice fucking okay. dope it goes into a lot of it, it's oh about yeah and again and we need to do a i, I need to reread it and we need to do a holocron data dump on that one dude <laughs> we should have jeremy you and i should both read the book individually and yeah. we'll do a podcast about it all right. And Sean can sit there and listen. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's move on. So right now, uh, uh, we were talking about how Anakin came up with an idea. And the idea was to have Ahsoka go, but Ahsoka, you know, Obi-Wan's like, can't have that because Ahsoka left. She can't be a commander. She's not part of the the whatever. And it's, uh, Anakin, he gave his old buddy, his old buddy Captain Rex, a promotion. Essentially, I think, right? I mean, I mean, kind of, from, yeah. She's like, well, just let com- let commander. let Captain Rex be the commander of the troop or whatever. So he's Commander yeah. Rex now, kind of, right? Ahsoka will just she'll just tag along. She'll be like, uh, you know, Kellyanne Conway, an advisor. So, and and that worked out. So, and that's where they depart from each other. Anakin and Obi Wan go off to save Palpatine. Which, by the way, now that I think about it, that is a spoiler in the fucking episode description for this on Disney Plus, which we talked about uh, offline about this is how I feel like they kind of have some spoilers in what they're what they're showing. And that's not cool. 
Wait, what, what What was the spoiler in the I'm, description? I'm trying to find it here. Uh, but they're definitely... So, like, so while you're looking for that, that, that's a good point to bring up. There was a spoiler in the Disney Plus app that showed Darth Maul and Ahsoka fighting each other with lightsabers. And we'll get to that eventually, but it didn't even happen this episode. So that wasn't even a spoiler for this episode. They spoiled it's episodes weird, yeah. in the future that haven't even come out yet. Yeah, so far, I feel like all of the, the content, like the pictures at the top have been related to the episode. And this time it right. wasn't. It's a episode. Uh, but no, here. Yeah. OK, but uh, but, this is, but but this is also part one, because because at the beginning of the episode, it did say part it one. Did say part one. You're right. Yeah. So in, in this uh, this week's episode description, which, by the way, I, we didn't mention this. This was a, the longest episode this season. Uh, 30 oh, minutes. I guess. Last oh, week's damn. Was 26, 27 was. Uh, dealer, no deal. Anyway, so the episode description here is Anakin and Obi-Wan must decide whether to help Ahsoka pursue Maul or rescue Palpatine. And I did read okay. that. I just, I was like, wait, I was like, wait, what, how, what happened to Palpatine? That's not a huge spoiler, dude. What yeah, the fuck? When that alarm went off, which by the way, that was the same alarm from um, Rogue One. Uh, you know, you know that alarm sound, John. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So with that, you know, it, it's uh, that is a huge spoiler. I, I don't really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, short sighted on, on on Disney's part, I think. But. Man. Um, all right. So from there, Captain Rex and Ahsoka, they had. Oh, sorry. Should we say Commander Rex now? I think we. You know, that's a that? good question. I don't really know. It's a, <laughs> we should oh. probably figure that out. Rex. We totally Let's call him Rex over, for now on. We totally skipped over a big part. Um. You know, at this part is where Anakin's like, well, I guess if you're going to, well, I guess we need to skip. Oh, it. shit. So that's saying, right. If you're going to go do this, then we have, then like, you can't face Maul without these. And we're like, well, these. So, the, so she's going to have two lightsabers. That's fucking awesome. What are these? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they are her lightsabers. They're hers her 100%. Like her hilts, that's the same thing. Although uh, Anakin does say, 90%. Anakin's like, oh, yeah, it might have improved them a little bit. And they're, not now they're not green anymore yeah. they're blue yeah ahsoka she she turns them on she's like they're blue now they're blue now <laughs> <laughs> okay that didn't happen but <laughs> sorry I, I had that in my head and i had i had to say it <laughs> <laughs> so now she has her her lightsaber hilts back and uh, she's ready man she's ready so they go off the Mandalorians and Ahsoka, they go to Mandalore and uh they this battle, man. What what a what a fucking sequence this last uh third of the episode was. Oh dude. So so we so we basically we don't see it's all Ahsoka and Mandalore from here on out. We don't see Obi-Wan or Anakin for the rest of the episode, right? So it's all Ahsoka and and her and and the clone troopers and Bo Katan and the Mandalorians going to attack Mandalore and the opening se- like the sequence when they get to Mandalore and like the attack starts. Damn. It is a, dude. Awesome. It's so badass. It was like a I, I said this while we we're watching. It was like a space battle, you know, or like with aircrafts and shit like that. But instead of actual, you know, spaceships and shit, it was people. It's they, people. They were, cause, cause, and they fly now. So and they fly flying at each other. <laughs> and, Everyone has jetpacks. The the clone troopers, yeah, uh, the fucking Mandalorians. Except Captain Rack or uh, Commander Cody 
or no, sorry, Commander Rex. Commander Rex, the commander. Well, he he's, well he, know, he he has a. Oh shit! I should have said I should have I forgot to get you a jetpack. Okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, but no, I don't need one of those. Yeah, I, she, I got this. She's basically just point. like, uh, she's like, she's like, oh, I forgot to get. Yeah, she's like, I don't need one. You know, which was kind of reminiscent to me of a Marvel moment, and uh, which. Oh, Jeremy, yeah. I feel like you know what I'm talking about, but in Captain Winter America. Soldier, yeah. yeah, Captain America, they're like they they're going to like take down this Hydra ship and Captain America just jumps out of the plane and they're like, "Was he wearing a parachute?" And then we're like, "Nope. <laughs> no, he wasn't." And Ahsoka's just like, "Nope, don't need one." And she just fucking jumps out of the plane and just starts hopping from ship to ship with her lightsabers it's and taking down nice. fucking everybody, taking like it was Oh so my gosh. Cool. And they're like I don't know, like, if I weren't paying attention to previous seasons, I feel like Ahsoka's fighting style has changed. It's more fluid and dance-like. And it's, I noticed that in, like, the last couple episodes with uh, Trace and whatnot, it has, like, this capoeira style to it. It's so fucking cool. They put this new style to her, I feel like. It's, it's, it seems yeah. like she's evolving as a Jedi. Even though she's I not agree. Jedi. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. I agree. I agree, man. I her her fighting style has become. It, it just looks like she's more of a skilled fighter. She's more of a skilled warrior now than she than she was before. Like like, exactly. regardless of what she been what she's been through, we don't really know. But like looking back at some of the older episodes, she's always been skilled. But now it's it's more like methodical. It's more fluid. It's more. Yeah, it's more. She's attacking with uh, sabers and doing the force at the fucking same time and fucking superhero landing fucking awesome dude oh my god that was so fucking cool she like drops down onto this platform after jumping off of a burning uh a clone uh drop ship and she's by the way saves the pilot because he couldn't eject because the fucking thing was malfunctioning so she cuts off the little cockpit uh whatever window yeah, and he like yeah. blasts off and, and and is saved and then she jumps off of that lands on the platform stops herself with the sabers like in the ground and there's an explosion happening behind her and she was so fucking cool dude oh the, dude the way she just like slowed herself with oh man I, oh, that was so fucking awesome such 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 badass moments like she's definitely evolved like as as a fighter a hundred percent yeah i mean when we see that um right there right where she it's just her at that point and you know the smokes in the background, and all these Mandalorian, uh, mall Mandalorian folks are shooting at her, and she's fucking just batting it all back. Like she was holding her own, killing some of them. It was it was awesome, dude. Like she's she's in a you know uh, uh, I guess one could say a failed Jedi apprentice, but like she's just an apprentice, but also so powerful in what she's doing, and it's it's awesome to see that they're continuing that. I guess I get they kind of have a hundred percent. A hundred percent, dude. That was so that, like literally that whole sequence. Uh, dude, I, was so satisfying. So cool. I was just I was just like the whole entire time. I was just thinking, finally, after all this Martez sisters bullshit, <laughs> finally get something that we've all been craving. And they did it amazingly. Loved it. And so from there, the, well, uh, through the smoke come the the her Mandalorian crew right Bat battling the uh the mall mandalorian folk right they have to um retreat because they're a bunch of pussies 
and um, they're chasing after them, and they're, they're they end up going after Gar Saxon, who we talked about a little bit earlier, the governor's brother, right? He he goes behind. He he's the one with the uh, the dope ass like Zabrak style horns on the his head. The most badass so cool. Mandalorian armor I've ever seen. In yeah, my life. yeah, like that. Uh, you know what it kind of reminded me of a little bit, Sean. We talked about this last year when uh, almost a year ago, actually over a year ago now, when we went to Star Wars Celebration, one of the coolest things that we saw there was, at least in my opinion, was a uh, the shredder, a sh- a shredder, the shredder Mandalorian. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and it was so cool. Dude. Awesome. And it had like the horn. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a Zabrak horns or whatever, but it had the uh, shredder horns. Shredder. Oh, dude. So and it was in the, like the mask was like glowing with like purple. Dude, the yeah, shredder Mandalorian so. at, at, at uh, at celebration was one of the coolest costumes I think that we saw the whole oh, time 100%. we were there, and that's a good point that you bring up. Yes, it reminds me a lot of a lot like that, except it was instead of Shredder and Mandalorian, it's Darth Maul with a combination of Mandalorian. He he definitely Gar Saxon has one of the coolest Mandalorian armor sets oh, for, that for I've sure. seen in Star Wars for sure. It would be kind of cool. I don't know if I don't know if this is the case. It could just be his one-off armor, but it would be kind of cool if that's like because he's like a commander in the uh, the Mandalorian army, I guess. Uh, it would be kind of cool if that's just kind of how like Maul established his commanders. Is like his commanders have those dope fucking horns, you know. So either way, like that. Either way, I want an action figure of that. Like, oh yeah, really that fucking bad. Sure. <laughs> and then, like uh, jumping ahead a little bit, like when uh, Soka was in the tunnels, there was mm-hmm. an- another Mandalorian armor that like glowed in the dark, but it just like accents around like the glasses and like little Ooh. accent parts. So like if you go back, to oh yeah, that, with all all like the the like yellow glowing shit through their like yeah, visors she, and whatnot. Yeah, she was the one who shot off the missile off her backpack. Yeah, she did that, and also, if you paid attention, Gar Saxon, like, the dude that we're talking about with all of his armor, his shit was doing the same thing, but not, so like, all the, like, cool. regular grunts were not, did not have that little effect, but the, the two of them, whoever this chick was, I don't know who the hell she was, but yeah, they, like, not only did they have the cool-ass red and black Zabrak-style Mandalorian armor, but they were also, like, glowing yellow out of their, like, visors and, like, pieces on their, like, arms and shit like that, which was dope. In the the darkness of the the, the subways or the tunnels or whatever it was, it was, like, a really cool complexion, like, contrast. How did I not even Oh, my God. I totally agree, dude. It was so awesome. So, I I think we can, like, kind of jump ahead to that a little bit. So, they... They're going through uh, Mandalore, and they're, like, they're doing... They're uh you know attacking it they're trying to take it over and basically their goal is to locate maul and through a series of events bo-katan goes and takes down the governor and oh, realizes shit, that. that it's a well Which, kick, that oh, was dude, awesome. oh my god she kicks the well, that, shit yeah. out of that motherfucker that whole scene was pretty fucking dope like they had a, a really cool fight scene i don't want to skip over because I, I i do feel like that was uh Something no, it was a noteworthy fucking Dude. scene of her being a, a fucking oh, badass. Oh my god, yeah. Dude, yeah, it was it was so fucking cool. And that's where we find out from from the governor that uh you know he's like, Well, well, we were expecting the Jedi, but you, you brought the wrong one, you know. Right. Of so and of course, meaning that Maul wanted to lure Kenobi there because he's got this obsession with him because he's Sliced him in half all these years ago. 
<laughs> so they find out it's a it's a trap. Bo-Katan tries to uh, contact Ahsoka, but they're already down in the sewers. And Ahsoka's down there with her little clone trooper legion that has gracefully face painted the, her face on their helmets. Uh, so they're down there. And, of course, they get ambushed. Surprise, surprise. And that's when we see this glowing yellow thing happening that Jeremy was talking about, which was so fucking cool. Um, and they get ambushed. A bunch of the clone troopers get taken out. And Pretty much all of them. I think all of them. All of them. All of them do yeah. get taken out. So yeah. Left. Ahsoka's just there. And then she's surrounded by all of these members of uh, Saxon's squad. And then out of the darkness. That's a dope ass basketball team name. <laughs> Saxon, Saxon squad. squad. <laughs> Starting at forward five nine for the Saxon squad. Um, Gar Saxon. Gar Saxon. He's at least six two. Come on. Well, whatever. I was improvising. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I digress. Let's go. She's surrounded, and and I'm like like she's surrounded by a bunch of Mandalorians. I'm like, okay, well. They'll have guns, but she's got her lightsabers back and she's a badass. She can take them. Right. But then out of the one uh, sewer pipe comes. Here's some clanking. Here's some clanking. Here's some metal. Pretty cool. Because, you know, he doesn't have real legs. He doesn't have legs. And we know who it is at this point, obviously. And Darth Maul comes out of the shadows. And that's pretty much it. That's a wrap on the episode. I mean, basically, I, I mean, he, he bitches a little bit about the fact that she's there and not Kenobi yeah, again. Um, but yeah. And you got to think about to a point. I, I call this out. I was like, wow, like for Obi-Wan and Anakin to, to send Ahsoka, like they're really putting a lot of faith in her, like as a, as an apprentice. And then no shit. And, dude. I, and then I realized like, like well, this is a he, Sith. It, he did get bested by an apprentice the previous time. So, but the apprentice was Obi Wan, and Obi Wan was no average apprentice. I think he's not, and I think Ahsoka's been shown herself as not an average. True, true. She's, she's the apprentice that got trained by the apprentice. That <laughs> she's the apprentice who got trained by the apprentice of the apprentice who originally <laughs> defeated Darth Maul. <laughs> now, there's a, um, there is a. See, oh, what the fuck is it? Oh, oh, it's from the novelization of episode three, I think. Um, when Obi Wan faces off against um Grievous, and Grievous is like, I was trained in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku. In the in the novel, Obi Obi Wan says, and I trained the person that killed Count Dooku. So, okay, like, <laughs> that's a weird flex, I guess, but <laughs> but but also hilarious <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> i love that i love it like that would have been fantastic for them to put in the movie i was trained in your jedi arts by count dooku and then instead of obi-wan saying nothing like say that line <laughs> that would have made that movie so much better <laughs> there's lots so. of things like i know the other the other thing that always sticks out to me in the novelization of episode 3 is that when anakin gets to mustafar um, fucking Newt Gunray is like, Lord Sidious promised us peace. And then Anakin, in the novelization, in the movie, he doesn't say anything. He just fucking slices him in half. In the novelization, he's like, the message was garbled. He said he'd leave you in pieces. And then he start, starts fucking killing all of them. Dude, the novel is, uh, that's another one. 
Jeremy. Uh, now you're getting into some of the books. Although I think this is technically no longer. I don't think canon. it's canon anymore. Yeah. Um, and and there's like levels of canon too, so it would be like B canon versus C canon or something like that's that. Anyway, uh, that's a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the the novelization of Episode Three is. Uh, up there is one of my favorite Star Wars books of all time. Like it's really? it's so good. It's very good. Yes. Uh, Matt Stover, I think is the the name of the guy that wrote it. Like he wrote a few other uh, old EU books, like from the New Jedi Order, which were also some of my favorite. Um, but definitely, I would. It, it's worth a read anyway, even though even knowing that it's not exactly canon. Anymore. Yeah. So speaking of the the books, Jeremy, I know you said you're reading the uh, Ahsoka book. Have you finished it? Yeah, I finished the yeah. Ahsoka book. Okay. And I finished one of the Thrawn books, which I really enjoyed. Nice. Nice. So something that came out of the Ahsoka book that I want to touch on really quick, and I can't remember all the details, but I know that in the Ahsoka book, that's when Ahsoka takes her lightsabers from blue to white. She yes. she like is somehow able to purify red uh crystals, and that's why she has white lightsabers and rebels. Correct. And I'm I don't remember what the timeline difference is, but I'm wondering if they're going to touch on that at all in the, what the episodes we have left in clone wars. I don't know if they will. I think the timeline's a little off, but that would be super sweet. If they say something about it, it's like a really cool moment in the book because like, she's finding one of the, like the sixth brother or something. One of the brothers, right? Yeah. One of the inquisitors, which is another cool thing of how they have started to another indicator of how they've kind of grouped things. They're they're going to a more cohesive storyline with the, with the inquisitor yeah yeah video game and how they're the the sisters there anyway so right but no yeah she fought dude with like no weapons and like ripped his fucking kyber crystals right out his right out his sabers that's so badass like oh man it was it was nuts it was uh it was a really cool moment in the book like how much she evolved and that's that's so bad and i love that we're starting to get to see some of that evolution from her especially in this last episode like she does Uh, not seem at all like the ahsoka that we know from previous seasons definitely not i think uh well i I guess i would have to rewatch. um i because for right now my uh i guess my barometer with her is rebels and she's a badass in rebels she is so and not that like, she's not a badass in previous seasons. I just feel like she's more mature. She's more yeah. in touch she's with more like, like a uh, child in the pre- previous seasons. Yeah. yeah, she's a great character that just fucking grows and she keeps growing to be just amazing, empowering female character. Yes, and it's so good to watch this character grow. And I like how because again, I mean, I'll, I'll keep saying this, you know, I. I hated Ahsoka when I when I left the movie theater in 2008 after watching the, the Clone Wars movie. I <laughs> hated I, her, dude. We both hated her. Like, Fuck this person! Like she, like, why are they bringing this up? Sky guy, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, how I you dis- how you disrespecting your master by calling him Sky guy? Yeah. Like what the fuck is that shit? You dumb little bitch. And now, like towards the you know, like halfway through Clone Wars, I'm like, all right, like Ahsoka's grown on me a little bit. And then, like towards the end of it, I'm like, fucking okay, Ahsoka's pretty cool. And then Rebels, I'm like, fucking Ahsoka, dude, <laughs> Hell yeah, Ahsoka, dude. And then when they fucking add her into Mandalorian season two, oh my God, dude, oh, I'm so I can't wait. I, I think I really like, hope that that's true. I don't think we've had any gotten any like final confirmations, but if it, it's confirmed that uh, that the actress. 
uh, Rosario, Rosario Dawson, Dawson is uh, that she's hired. It's not confirmed the character that she's playing. But I mean, but we, we all kind of have to right. assume. We, we all kind of know, right? I mean, it's got to be. I mean, a hundred percent is, and I wouldn't be surprised uh, if there's. Like, I'm not saying this is gonna happen, but how cool would it be if we get a little bit of uh, like a little bit of Thrawn action, or we get a little bit of oh, dude, action, dude, dude, you know, dude. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, so wait. Would that timeline make sense to get Thrawn? Because yeah, why not? Because it, well, well, okay. So when did Rebels happen? Like, Rebels when did... is like before Episode Four. Okay, so as of right now, we think Thrawn's dead. Well, it's been confirmed, I think, through um, through Dave Filoni that both Ezra and Thrawn, because well, let's survive. Those who don't remember, they were thrown off into hyperspace from the floating space whales. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it has been confirmed apparently from Dave Filoni that they actually uh, are still alive. We just don't, we okay. don't know anything. You know, and so, that's, that's one of the speculations from episode uh, nine, where that one guy was cast. That would be like DJ. A, like if, if you put no episode nine, the 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 first oh oh oh, oh 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 the dude the dude name. yeah yeah he's yeah he's a prominent actor, but like if you put blue on him, you'd be like, wow, he he could be an old, he could be a Thrawn, uh, he could be an old Thrawn for sure. Benicio del Toro could have been fucking Ezra too, dude, in episode yeah. eight. Yeah. Oh shit. But uh, you know, episode. Uh, let's just not get into a. Disney yeah, trilogy, you're right. Fest we're getting we're getting on top of podcasts here. too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so next episode, obviously, we're gonna get to see some Ahsoka Mall action, which is gonna be dope as fuck. Do we think we're gonna get? Do okay. Here's my big question: How what, what what's the timeline gonna be like for the rest of the series? Because clearly, we're now at the beginning of episode three. Are we gonna see Anakin and Obi Wan again? And That's if so, question. like, how is that going to fit into the timeline with episode three? Are we going to get to see like order 60 or not, not maybe order 66 from Ahsoka's side of things? Are we going to get to see the aftermath of order 66 without Obi-Wan and, and Anakin like in the mix? Like what's going to happen? I, you know, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, time will tell. Um, All I know is I'm super excited. I, I can't well, I wait. I do want to see that. I do know. They did say something along the lines of like, this is more of like the Ahsoka story, right? More of the Ahsoka Rex thing, which would kind of, to me, indicate that they won't do a whole lot with Anakin and Obi-Wan going forward. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. Actually, all right, so spoilers going forward. We don't really have to wait and see. We could uh, guesstimate based off of cast members of the next episode. Ooh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Hold on, let me pull it up. Luckily, we, I've done this every week for the last few <laughs> weeks. That I type in IMDb, it doesn't go into IMDb. Like it doesn't autocorrect IMDb.com. It, it just I, goes it right to, to. It just goes right to Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm already on it. So okay, next week's is well. Okay, first of all, let me back up here for a second. Uh, last week we talked about how uh, the ratings of the episodes have been like kind of in line with what we thought, right? How we feel, uh, yeah. That batch was pretty good. It was in the eights um, with uh, the the Marta sister story arc. It kind of was in the six. But then last week's episode kind of put it back up in the sevens so far. And again, well, it has more ratings than any of the other episodes already. Wow. 
except for Bad Batch, except for the first one. And it is already sitting at a 9.8. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Well, it's reassuring to know that our opinions are matching a lot of the other people's out there. I know. Yeah. So I mean, I, definitely, I, especially with our recording at over an hour here. <laughs> i know all the the martez episode episodes that we recorded were 30 minutes or less 40 minutes maybe because they uh, suck already an hour and 15 but um okay so spoilers if you don't care to know coming like who's coming up um then stop listening now but next week is the phantom apprentice episode again dope fucking name i love that name Says it's only gonna be twenty three minutes. That's what the fuck. Um, but it's, wasn't it's this fine. wasn't this episode thirty three minutes? It was. This one was uh, thirty minutes, I believe. Twenty nine, maybe. God damn it! Um, all right. All right. So, so let me see what IMDb says for last week's episode or for this week's episode. It said this week's episode is twenty three, so it's wrong. It, it, don't take the the time. Okay. All right. All effort. right. But that could be the total runtime given the credits. Blah blah. Anyway. Um, so here we uh, do have Bo-Katan. We have Matt Lanter. So Anakin may be in the next episode. Ooh, okay. Juan may be in the next episode. Uh, the narrator will be, in, obviously, in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is interesting. I do. Okay, so Anakin and Obi-Wan are probably going to be in the next episode. We'll see how that turns out. And I'm kind of excited about that. Um, ooh. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait, wait. Doesn't Matt Lanter also ah. do General Grievous? No, that's Matt Wood. Oh, Matt Wood. Okay, I knew it was a yeah, Matt. He's the sound guy. Um, so, okay. Um, damn, I kind of wish I wouldn't have seen this. I don't know. Well, tell us. Well, fuck. Okay, so there's someone casted here as Ursa Wren. Spelled Wren spelled like Sabine Wren. Huh. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Maybe her mom. Wait, 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 wait. Who was yeah. her, what was her mom's name in Rebels? Do you remember? I, I don't. Oh, shit. You know what? Like, in this previous episode, too, there's somebody with, like, purplish hair that reminded me. Yes. Uh, yes. I know exactly who you're talking uh, about, Jeremy. Do you think that was... There was a Mandalorian who had purple hair, and uh, uh, um, the governor said said her name. And, like, we didn't hear her talk or whatever, but he pointed at her and said something to her, and then we see her face, and she walks away, but she had purple hair. Interesting. I know exactly so, who you're talking about. Uh, I just looked it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. Ursa Wren is indeed uh, Sabine's estranged mother. Uh, oh, I think we see, I think we see her in Rebels. There's a whole whole line there. So, yeah, um, I remember. I remember you do see her mom when she goes back to Mandalore and like tries to reunite with her family and shit in Rebels. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, also a cool part, and I think uh, so. We all know that Sam Witwer. Sam Witwer is the body for. What? Wait. What? Yeah. He is okay. So hold on. So he's the body for the the, the force or not the force awakens the the force unleashed. Force right? unleashed. Yeah, uh, Star, Star Killer. Killer. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he has been and continues to be even in Solo. He voiced Darth Maul. He's oh, he's been that's Darth right. Maul this whole time, right. That's right. Now, uh, Ray Park is also listed as credits. So what my oh, thinking shit. is that they did actual lightsaber battles like in person. And the guy that did Maul's body is Darth Maul. Or, sorry, it's Ray Park. Oh, shit. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, So what we see next week is probably actually going to be Ray Park. Fucking 
How awesome Dude, is that? that's, that's so, cool. so awesome. Wow. That is so fucking cool. Man. So, um, well, this week's episode, I, I, I just, I, I mean, obviously we've been talking about it for an hour and 20 minutes now. Like, this, <laughs> it was awesome. Like, man, I'm so glad. It was uh, it it was a it was a fucking beast of an episode, dude. I it, we've been talking for weeks about how we are just craving that Star Wars ness that we want, and this delivered a hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, the last a, uh, actually seen a a review said this is a Star Wars movie that we wanted. This episode, yeah, <laughs> yeah like like Disney Star Wars can dish it out like. Rogue One, Solo, fucking uh, Mandalorian, this episode, the first three episodes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and most of those things, Dave Filoni was involved in. Let's not forget about that. That's that's true. That's very true. More Dave Filoni. Well, he's, I, mean, I guess, could, he was involved in the last four episodes. Well, too, so. that's true, but we don't know the whole story behind those. And why they why. were, why they did that, because it doesn't, it, I, and again, to bring you back to that point, like, I remember years ago seeing a preview for the new season of Clone Wars that was going to happen at some point and seeing that clip where Anakin and Obi-Wan walk up and see Ahsoka. So this episode, I don't think I think I think it's been sitting around for a long time. And I think the ones that we've seen recently were things to fill in the gaps and they did what they could probably because they didn't give a shit because they knew that the story they wanted to tell had already been done. And they already had the idea, so they were just trying to put in some fillers. They could have done a better job at the fillers, I think. But True. so maybe maybe this is kind of what happened. So they had a uh, they had an ending, right? They knew what they wanted with the ending, right? So they already had the story outlined for them. So therefore, they could make a good story, uh, a, a good TV show based on the story that they already had. But they're like, wait, we need more episodes. We have to come up with new stories. So they came up with new stories, and those ones kind of sucked. <laughs> Does that ring a bell with anybody in terms of they had a foundation, and when they were following that foundation, things were good. But when they had to go off on their own, things kind of sucked. You know what? That does uh, uh, ring a, an extremely familiar bell, which leads me into the next thing that I wanted to mention before we jump off here is that um, Aaron and I – are going to be featured on a podcast. Aaron, I know you know more details than I do off yeah. the top of my head, so I'm going to let you take it from the, there. The, the No Redeeming Qualities podcast is doing a, a May the 4th uh, episode, and uh, we will be, hopefully, I guess we don't know for certain, but we have been selected to uh, be on, be featured in the, in the episode, and we're going to be talking about a topic. And assuming we don't say anything stupid and get cut from the episode, <laughs> well, uh, we'll be on it, and we'll be discussing... So- what, I, what we were just talking about, so let's bring let's bring that back in the fold. What I was referring to was right. uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, they also had you know a foundation for a story based off of the uh, uh, Song of Ice and Fire books. And uh, when they surpassed the books, shit really went downhill. I don't know if you guys agree. <laughs> really, downhill. Went downhill. <laughs> really downhill. Really uh, downhill. So, so, so just to bring it back a little bit, like we we filled out this 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 essay or not this essay, um, um, this survey. Um, and one of the things was like, pick an obscure topic about star Wars that you want to talk about for five minutes. And one of the things we submitted was the question uh, that we wanted to talk about was 
why we're all glad that the creators of Game of Thrones no longer have rights to make a Star Wars trilogy because it had come out before the end of before Game of Thrones had concluded that Disney had selected Dave um, and Dan, uh, Dave and Dan, uh, D&D, uh, the guys who created the Game of Thrones series to create their own Star Wars trilogy. And then obviously the last season happened and it was a piece of shit it and sucked. everybody hated it. And we realized that they don't really give a fuck about what they're doing or they don't know what they're doing and they're fucking worthless pieces of shit. Uh, so they took it away from them. And we're all happier now that uh, they don't they're not giving rights to more fucking losers who don't care about Star Wars. <coughs> Ryan Johnson. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that uh, upcoming in this. Uh, hopefully it'll be May the 4th. And uh, I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. You know, That's get a little awesome. exposure. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. So looking forward. I'm so looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, Aaron, it does. Uh, bring up a really good point like you were saying earlier is that yes uh when they don't have uh material and it goes haywire um yeah it tends yeah. to suck fucking ass <laughs> um, but that is speculation we don't know we don't know you know i'm just i was really just going in for the uh for the laws so that i could do this <laughs> <laughs> you swore you were going to use that <laughs> no, <but> I had- <laughs> All right. So, do you guys uh, have anything else, Jeremy? I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you're back on the episode on the on the show. No, I'm, that, uh, I'm happy to be we'll come to back, back on next week. This was a great episode to come back on. Um, yes. uh, uh, I don't have anything else to add. Just, I'm just happy yeah, well, to be here. We'll uh, we'll bring you back on board next week because uh, for sure, man. I'm sure the Phantom Apprentice episode is going to be equally as awesome, and we're going to have equally right. as much stuff to talk about. I That's think from great. here on out, the, the episodes of Clone Wars are going to be awesome. Hopefully, if this episode is any indication, we're in for a real treat for the well, next There's the only next three episodes time. left, so. And again, this episode was such a, uh, so many amazing things happen. So if they do even a part, like if it's anything like this last episode, hopefully we're all going to be very, very satisfied when this thing's over. I think that's going to be the case. Fingers Always crossed, man. Satisfied. <laughs> We've been disappointed in the past, though. So nobody hold your breath. All right, guys. Uh, Again, like we already said, um, we are hopefully going to be featured on this uh, on this podcast uh, on on Star Wars Day, May 4th. Um, We'll be sure to post links to it so you guys can check it out if that does happen. Not really sure what's going to happen with it yet. It's still a little bit up in the air. but as usual, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, our website. Again, that's Rotcast, R-O-T-K-A-S-T. We also now have a YouTube channel, same name. Be sure to check us out there. No live video yet. That's coming soon. Um, just the audio for the time being. But uh, we are very excited that we're finally on YouTube. So be sure to go and check us out at all these places. Plug for Jeremy, of course our amazing artist. Be sure to check out all of his crazy, awesome artwork at theyhatejeremy.com. Jeremy, please correct me if I'm saying that wrong. You said it right. They hate Jeremy. I'm on Instagram, sometimes on Twitter. Check out my new Powerpuff Girl uh, Gorillas mashup. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's fucking sweet. (laughs) That sounds Uh, fucking awesome. I I spent a lot of time on this one. It was really cool. So check that out at theyhatejeremy.com. 
I very much appreciate it. Dope, man. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll uh, catch you guys in the next one. Peace.